Welcome to The Dirt Show, brought to you by Paul Vertoeing, and today we're going to be joined by retired bomber and B-Mod driver Lance Vaught Jr. We'll also hear from Pat Fagan from Fast Shafts, Zane DeVilbus from DeVilbus Chassis, TJ from TJ's California Clean, and a little more about our title sponsor, Paul Vertoeing, right after a few words from our sponsors. Transform your garage into an extension of your home with a custom finished floor by Garage Force. No matter how you use your garage, Garage Force has you covered. American made, backed by a lifetime warranty, our professionally installed industrial grade coatings will protect your garage from anything life throws at it and makes cleanup a snap. More importantly, it's the unbelievable feeling you get each time you use your dream garage. Visit us online at garageforce.com. Call Todd at 651-387-9213. That's 651-387-9213. As the leading slat replacement professionals in the U.S., Altenburg Construction knows what works and what doesn't. Simply put, they understand your business. Altenburg Construction started in 1994 and has over 27 years of experience and has completed more than 5,000 hog and cattle barns in 14 states. Every customer is unique and every situation is different. That's why their employees are company trained Trust the slat replacement professionals at Altenburg Construction. Give them a call, 888-435-2210, or see altenburgconstruction.com. Your home is your sanctuary. The next time you need appliance service, invite someone in that will treat it that way. Sorensen's Appliance Service is locally owned with 15 years of experience. Sorensen's Appliance Service also has fully certified technicians who will leave your home as clean as they found it. If you want fast, efficient, and cleanly service, contact Sorensen's Appliance Service today, 256-7766. That's 256-7766. When your family needs a tow, trust the family that's been doing it for the last 100 years. The Schaefer family and the Pulver Towing Company has been helping folks get out of ditches and back on the road for five generations. And they did it all while treating customers like part of the family. As the first Schaefer to start towing once said, always worry about the customer and not the competition. For light to heavy and even equipment transport, call Pulver Towing at 507-282-3851 to get the best. Shevland Enterprises, your locally owned and operated sanitation and recycling service, offers the highest quality garbage removal and trash pickup services at great rates. Commercial, residential, construction, and industrial trash removal and recycling in Owatonna and the surrounding areas in Dodge and Steel Counties. Shevlin Enterprises also specializes in roll-offs and dumpster. Contact Chris and his staff today for small town service at a small town price. 528-9900. That's 528-9900. Medieval Metalworks is a 25,000 square foot facility in Mankato specializing in CNC two-blazer and bending and is the only facility in the area with those capabilities. Medieval Metalworks is a leading precision metal fabrication shop offering all the latest custom metal fabrication technologies on under one roof. Whether you need a one-off custom part or thousands of parts produced for your business, contact Medieval Metalworks at 507-386-3930 or stop by and see them at 3000 Technology Drive in Mankato. Hey, this is Dave for Severs Oil, VP Racing Fuel, and you're listening to the Driver Segment on the Dirt Show. Welcome back to the Driver Segment here on the Dirt Show, and it is my pleasure today to be joined by retired bomber and modified driver Lance Vaught Jr. And Lance, growing up, how did you become interested in cars and racing? Um, my dad was always a big person with mechanics and working on cars, so that got me into it. And then back in the 70s, 
he also pitted for a gentleman, and my mom helped out, and I just got taken along with him to the races and working on the car, and it just kind of stuck from there. That has a major influence on a person when they're a kid and they get taken to the racetrack. Who were your favorite drivers growing up? Um, Mike Fitzpatrick was one. That's who my dad helped. And then Wendell Keen, Leroy Sharkey, a few of them. Kind of drawing a blank on some of them. When you think about all the wins between Leroy Sharkey and Wendell Keen, it's pretty amazing. Oh, it's tremendous. To see the span of races that them two have had. And also the variety of cars they raced over the years. Oh, exactly. You know, to see how the cars have transformed from back then, you know, a 57 Chevy to what they are now. Amazing. You began your racing career in the bomber class at Dodge County Fairgrounds in Casson, Minnesota. What do you remember about those races and that particular group of drivers you raced with? It was a lot of fun, you know. Everybody was very personable. It was just a all-around good time. From the time you started racing, until, you know, you left the pits that night. You got to sit and visit with people, and it was a very fun track to race on. We talk about that many times on the show. The racing community really becomes your extended family. Oh, exactly. You know, you wouldn't believe it, but, you know, the number of times people are like, well, you need a hand with something, you know, something's damaged, and, you know, everybody pitched in to help everybody and made it more enjoyable, even though it was frustrating sometimes when you (laughs) banged up something. What I like about the bomber class is the unique cars that you see. We go out to Murray County Speedway in Slayton, and Cody Coster has an old early 70s Demon Duster that he's still racing. And it's crazy how many different kinds of cars are out there on the track in that class. Yeah, I remember like around Dodge County in this area, it used to be a big Monte Carlo thing for that, you know, or Chevelle. And now to see, you know, like the Deer stock, you know, that the guy had that El Camino, you know, to see the different things that people come up with to race now. It's funny now, but it probably wasn't so funny back in the day. You found out the Chevelle you were running in the bomber division was greatly underpowered. How did that happen? Well, when I bought the car, I was told it had a 350 in it, which would have been perfect. And we went out there and it's like, well, why don't this thing go any faster? And I ended up, uh, former racer i raced with rex welch he uh sold me a motor and i pulled out that motor and sold it to a cousin of mine and yeah he got to looking at the numbers on the engine block and ended up being the smallest v8 that chevy ever made so it explained why you know it was just a step above a v6 so it kind of explained why we were definitely underpowered and that puts you behind the eight ball right off the bat yeah I should have done more research, but I didn't. You know, kind of take people's word back then. You thought you could do that. How many years did you run the bomber division, and what are your favorite memories that you take away from doing that? I run that two years, and the memories, you know, the people I got to meet, some of the people in the stands that would come down and visit, the ability to be able to race on Dodge County Speedway, which no longer is running, you know, it's, it was just a, a fun atmosphere all around. Then you took 10 years off. What or who 
drew you away from racing? Um, I had uh, a young family at the time and going through some things at home and stuff. And I, I kind of took time off and, you know, spent more time with the young kids, and, you know, my children and stuff. And as they started getting older, then, you know, they just started getting into working on cars and stuff like that. So it kind of pushed me back into getting back into racing. Speaking about coming back into racing, you came back in the B-Modified division. Why B-Modifieds? Well, I uh, had a street stock I was going to fix up, and a buddy of mine that I was good friends with, he had a B-Mod. He's like, you know, what you're going to spend on your street stock, he says, you might as well stick it into a B-Mod. You know, at the time I got back into it, B-Mods were just up and coming, and I thought, you know, he's got a good point. What I'd have to stick into a street stock at the time I could stick that amount into it, you know, and I could, if I wanted to at the time, I could have bumped up to a regular modified with that car, so I had options. So that's kind of why I jumped in a B-Mod. What year did you return to the B-Mods, and what was the history behind your black B-Modified? I jumped in a B-Mod in 2004, and that car was a buddy of mine, and I trying to I can't even remember now where he had got it from. I think he got it from a group out of Winona. The first season back with the B modified, you ran at Dodge County Speedway in Casson and Deer Creek Speedway. What were the major differences between the two tracks in driving and setting up your car? Oh my, uh, there were some differences, that's for sure. You know, uh, at the time, Casson wasn't banked like Deer Creek was. So that kind of made a, you know, a real difference. And then Deer Creek is also a longer track than Casson. So the gearing and, and stuff like that was fun to try to, you know, and try to figure out and get that nailed right on the head. Do you remember who the promoters were at Dodge County Speedway at that time and also at Deer Creek Speedway? Um, at Deer Creek, it was Queensland's. And at uh, Casson, if I remember right, it was Fitzpatrick running it at that time when I was in the B-Mod. Who were the top drivers in the B-Mod division at that time at Casson, and who were the top drivers at Deer Creek Speedway? Oh, my. Caught me off guard with that one. Dan Wheeler was running then, and then Sirix was one that was running good. I don't even remember some of the guys now. That's crazy. The second year in the B-Modified division, you switched to the yellow car. What were the major differences between your black B-Mod and a yellow B-Mod? My black B-Mod was a three-link, a three-bar chassis, and my uh, yellow car was a four-link. So it was definitely better cornering and handling capabilities and more setup options you could do with the car on the yellow one than you could do on a black car. I remember a couple of drivers that hung on to the three-link suspension for years after the four-link was available, and when they finally did go to the four-link, they were amazed about all the adjustment capabilities. You could almost lose yourself. Oh, exactly. I mean, it's just night and day difference of what you could do to the four-link compared to the three-link. So many more adjustments and abilities to, you know, you can do the things to help the cornering better. And yeah, it was just amazing. 
what a difference. You also ran the old Fountain City Trioval. Some guys loved it. Others just hated it. You actually loved it. That takes guts to drive straight at a cement wall and turn at the last possible second. Yeah, that track, you know, to me, I had a blast on that track. It was one of the few tracks, you know, that I would go pretty much wide open. And, yeah, it just, I don't know, it it wasn't banked or not, you know, like it is now. And, of course, it's changed so much. But, yeah, that was just a, a fun track to get around on. it. just a unique track, and I'm glad I got to experience it before it got changed to a regular oval track. You talked to guys that were successful out there on that track configuration, like Gary Wurscala or Leroy Sharkey. And if you liked that track and you could drive it well, a lot of people couldn't keep up with you because that cement wall made them nervous. It caught a lot of people off guard, you know. That wall came up awful quick when you came out of that corner. What are the memories that you take away from running Modifieds? Kind of like it was with the Bombers, you know. I got to meet another unique group of people. I got, you know, to meet Bob, Tim, up first and close. When we were down in Fountain City, they fitted next to us. And, you know, helped out on the car if we had needed help fixing something. And just the same thing, you know. People, you know, if you needed a hand, something got wrecked, you know. People were willing to, do you need a part or you need help? And it was, it's just an uh, amazing world how people are willing to help other people out. When you have a successful driver like Bob Tim parked next to you, that always helps. Yes, it does, and, you know, you get to learn some things and get to watch what they do and what they do on some of their cars and, you know, even get to talk back and forth and maybe get ideas on your car, some things you can try and to see if it'll help you or make things worse. Or, well, yeah, it gets to be real a learning thing. And you would think as a fan that drivers are going to keep secrets and not tell things to other drivers, but really... The majority of the drivers that I talk to want to help the other drivers, want to make sure that they make the heat race, make the feature, because they want to beat the best competition out there. Exactly. You know, that, that's why you know, it gets to be a real close community. It's one of them things, you know, you got people that are, keep their secrets, but for the most part, everybody's willing to help everybody. and it make, That's what makes it more enjoyable to get into when you got people like that, that you can, you know, build a friendship with and share things back and forth. We got to know both of you sitting behind you at Chateau Speedway in turn four, and you two are great to watch at the races. You both really enjoy the action on the track and are very passionate about what's going on out there. Oh, exactly, you know, and that's, that's the fun part. We can do it together, and she enjoys it. And it makes going to the races much more fun, and and she's getting to know people, and so it's getting to be real enjoyable for her now, too, you know. So, yeah, it's, it's a fun night out. I think one of the things that was brought up to me about going to the races is if you have new fans coming, make sure they know something about the driver, make sure they know where that driver's from, because if you have some new fans that happen to be from Austin or Casson or Oatana, and all of a sudden they find out 
a couple of the drivers are from their hometown, it makes it a lot more fun when you can cheer for your hometown guy. Oh, exactly. You know, when you know somebody that's from your area, then it also makes you kind of want to get to know the person, too, and meet them up close and personal. And that's, you know, the fun part after the race is going down to the pits and getting to meet some of these guys. How did you get to know Zach Elward? Stephanie's niece dated him for a, a year or so. That's how we got to know him, and then they kind of drifted apart, and we just stayed friends, you know, with them. They're, you know, His family and him are such a down-to-earth group of people, and we just became good friends. You actually helped Zach out a few nights in the pits. How have things changed since you were running your B-Mod? Oh, wow, yeah, the, the technology now to what they, some of the things they can do to them cars is even different from 10 years ago. And it's just interesting to see the progression, you know, like we were talking earlier from the 57 Chevys to the cars now. It's, it's just amazing what you can do with these newer chassis. You started a new job earlier this year. It sounds like something you really enjoy. Yes, it is. It's it, keeps me busy most of the week, so yeah, don't have much time for anything else at the moment. But the benefit to the new job is you're also an avid snowmobiler, and with the new job, you're going to have the winners off. You have to be excited about that. Oh, I am looking so forward to it. Not wishing winter was here yet, but yeah, looking forward to heading north and the UP of Michigan and trying some new area snowmobiling this winter. It's sad to say, but if you have a sled, that's almost what you have to do because rarely do we get enough snow for a long period of time down here to use your sled a lot. Yeah, the winters have changed so much down here. When it snows, you better be rearing and ready to go and and utilize it while it's here because it may not be here in a couple of days. We've been pretty fortunate here a couple of winters where we've gotten snow and it's lasted a couple of weeks, but nothing like it used to be back in the day. The pictures we have of when we were kids tunneling through the snowbanks, we don't get that anymore. Oh, no, exactly. I can remember growing up, you could usually figure the first part of November we got snow, and we had snow all winter long till March, April. You were at the Dodge County Fair race a couple of weeks ago. How good did it feel to be back in those grandstands and see the huge crowd they had on hand that night? That was that was an amazing feeling to be back in there after a, a number of years of not having any races there, and it was even more tremendous and awesome to see the, the fans that turned out for that race that night. Another thing you are considering on your bucket list is a trip to Knoxville in September for the Lucas Oil Late Model Nationals September 16th, 17th, and 18th and possibly being your off this winter, going to East Bay and the Winter Nationals. Are you going to make that happen? Yeah, we've already got our room booked for uh, Knoxville right now, and we got our tickets for the, the Saturday night show, because I can't get off of work to go any earlier. But yeah, we've already got that booked, and we're looking forward to that, and we're still got it on our list and going to start looking up dates and stuff like that for East Bay. In January, I think it's the end of January. So, yeah, we're definitely looking forward to it. And you also know who you're going to cheer for. 
Oh, yeah, Knoxville, yeah, Stormy Scott. And same down there in East Bay. And there might be even some local drivers that go down there, too, that we can get on the cheering list for. You also still have your last B-Mod, the yellow car. Plus, you also have a milestone birthday coming up real soon. I received some insider information that you have the full support from Steph to drag the chassis out of the weeds, make some upgrades, and hit the track in 2022. It would be great to add another B-Mod to the field around here. Any plans of possibly doing that? Yeah, there's a lot of talk of doing that. Um, We haven't decided yet if we're going to try to do the updates to the old chassis or if we're going to look for a new chassis this winter. But the thought and the talk is out there right now that we're going to try to do something for next year. Speaking of chassis, if you were going to get a chassis, is there a type of chassis you've been keeping your eye on? Nothing right now because everything is so competitive. But, yeah, I guess I can't really say right now uh, on a chassis. I would just have to see what's available at the time and do some research and and talking to other people and, and see what would be a better chassis. Well, Lance, it would be awesome to see you back out there in a B-Mod. It would also be really awesome at the 2022 Dodge County Fair Race to see you back on Dodge County Speedway with your B-Mod. Yeah, that would be a very big blast for me to get back on that track and turn some laps. Lance, thanks for being such a big race fan. It's been a blast getting to know you down at Chateau Speedway on Friday nights and learning about your racing career, and thank you so much for taking the time to be with us here on The Dirt Show today. I thank you. It's been a privilege and an honor, and I really thank you. The National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum is located in Knoxville, Iowa, and is the only museum in the world that's solely dedicated to sprint car racing. Right now, the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum is featuring our Salute to Champion Greg Hodnett exhibit, featuring eight of the sprint cars Greg drove during his illustrious career. Plus, you'll see 12 Knoxville National winning race cars on display inside the museum and learn about the Knoxville National winning drivers that drove them to past Nationals victories. That's all at the the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum open year-round in Knoxville. Buyers Engine Service of Rochester opened its doors in 1975. Hi, this is Corey. Since 1975, we've been offering complete engine machining services and assembly. From flatheads to big blocks, wide blocks to drag race engines, street rods to pulling tractors, Buyers Engine Service offers complete dyno service. So if your race car or street car needs a little... Under the hood, trust the place who's been there since 1975. Contact Buyer's Engine Service at 507-282-5586. Why choose powder coating over liquid paint finishes? Maximum durability. Extreme Powder Coatings offer a scientific process that uses heat to bake the colorful finish deep into your product. Extreme Powder Coatings can deliver multimedia blasting, impact-resistant epoxy primers, and super durable powder coat applications to meet your needs. Visit ExtremePowderCoating.net for more information. Winning drivers rely on VP Racing Fuels to optimize performance. 
Now get the same benefit with VP Maddox offering race fuel technology for your daily driver. Increase fuel mileage and restore power to your streetcar with VP's fuel system cleaner. Or give your race car a boost with VP's Octanium, improving your fuel's octane by up to eight numbers and giving you the throttle response your performance car was built to deliver. That's VP Maddox, available at your local AutoZone store or at VPRacingFuels.com. Attention hay farmers, Rhino Egg now has a fast and easy way to handle the gathering, lifting, loading, and offloading of square hay bales using only one operator. The ACG-10 Accumia Grapple is the one tool you'll need to replace at least three or four teenagers throwing bales. Save time and money with Rhino Egg Hay Tools. Check out the new hay tools at rhinoegg.com. Here's one of the most incredible lubricating products ever made, Justice Brothers JB-80. It's twice as good at lubricating just about everything around the home, shop, and your car. JB80 has a penetrating action that goes straight to the problem areas and even the tightest places. Try JB80, the incredible spray lubricant that's twice as good, and it's guaranteed to satisfy or your money back. Tell them Ed Justice Jr. sent you. Welcome back, and I am joined by Pat Fagan from Fast Shafts and Pat the Harris Clash. Tuesday night, August 3rd at Deer Creek Speedway. What a night that was. Yeah, it was, it was a good night. The weather was perfect. The racetrack was perfect. They had a good crowd. They had a good car count. Didn't have a lot of tore-up race cars. Just had a few, but overall it was a good night. Everything ran pretty smooth. At the Harris Clash, you were parked next to Chad Weir and also Bob Harris. Both of those guys are class acts. Yeah, um, Bob Harris and I have known each other since 1985, back when Bob was building modifies up in Independence, Iowa. And a young man I used to help, Greg Rorta, that was his car of choice, was the Harris Modified. And Bob's been a good friend for many, many years. We've worked with each other on different projects, and he's asked me to be a kind of a co-sponsor to the Harris Clash, and we've done what we can do. You know, we threw in an extra $1,000 to towards the sport mod purse, so that kind of helped things out a little bit, and we did a few other things for the Harris Clash, and Chad Weir's, you know, there's not enough that can be said about that young man. He's done very, very well for himself. He's climbed the ladder in the racing industry, and he uh, produces real good product, and he tries to do what he can do to give back to the industry, and, you know, does a very good job of it. I mean, I don't think there probably isn't a race car out there that's not touched by something that Chad Weir's builds. He's built so many things. He's got so many innovative ideas and constantly coming up with new ideas. And, and he listens to the racer, you know, when a racer has an idea, you know, Chad will sit down and listen, and then he'll put a pencil to it and see if it makes sense. And a lot of Chad's ideas have come from the racer, and Chad's done a very, very good job. His whole crew, I mean, Chad and I have traveled to many, many races throughout the years and spend a lot of time together and I've told many people this many times I feel like I hang out with some of the best people in the racing industry you know and Chad's definitely one of those. When I approached your trailer at the Harris Clash I caught the tail end of a conversation on carbon fiber drive shafts versus steel after one of our local super stock drivers was severely injured at Deer Creek Speedway. The idea of mandating one or the other has really received a lot of chatter. Yeah, I got a call shortly after that from probably a handful of racers from up in that area, and these racers decided to go ahead and build couple carbon fiber dry shafts for that particular class and they just decided that if 
the sanctioning body frowned upon it, then so be it. You know, they would probably either hang up racing or race elsewhere. No one can argue the fact that a carbon fiber drive shaft is safer than a steel drive shaft. I got mixed emotions about the whole deal, and we really don't have a lot of issues as far as drive shafts go. And if there is a drive shaft failure, obviously it's the first thing that comes flying out of the car, and it's the first thing that people in the grandstand see. So they automatically say, hey, the drive shaft broke. Well, I'm going to say nine and a half times out of ten, the drive shaft didn't break. It was a another component that has to do with the suspension that failed and caused the drive shaft to exit the car. The thing I don't like about the carbon fiber drive shafts is the cost. They're very expensive, and especially with the younger generation coming up in the racing world, if they don't maintenance their car properly or they don't tighten everything that needs to be tightened, they could throw away six, seven, eight hundred dollars in a matter of a hot lap session. They're so expensive, and but again, can't argue the fact that they're safer. And I tell people, I said, you know, if a carbon fiber drive shaft exits the race car for whatever reason, the chances of it destroying other components is pretty slim because most of the time a carbon fiber drive shaft will just explode and go up into dust. But if a steel drive shaft exits the race car, it's going to take everything in its path and it could cost you thousand to two thousand to three thousand dollars in replacement parts that the drive shaft destroyed on the way out. So it's a tough situation, you know, it's the fact that they are so expensive and, you know, racing, in my opinion, is expensive enough today and you can't argue the fact that they are safer. Pat, you attend these major signature events so drivers know you are there to help and support them and can assist with repairs so they can keep doing what they love, which is racing. I don't like to go around the racetrack and try to talk to drivers because, in my opinion, a lot of racers are there to do their job, and they don't need to be interrupted by some vacuum cleaner salesman walking around the pits trying to sell more products, you know. So I try to let people know that I'm there, and if they want to talk to me, I'll I'll be more than happy to come and talk to them. If they need help, I'll be more than happy to help, you know. It just so happened that, you know, there was a handful of guys at the Deer Creek Speedway that night that had a drive shaft failure, either in hot laps or in a heat race, and they were very glad that I was there. And I've, I've, I've kept pretty good track of sales history. I pretty much know what is going to be needed, and I try to equip my trailer with the proper length drive shafts that I feel are going to be the most popular, and I'll even throw in a couple weird ones just in case, so... I love what I do, and and again, I, I, I hate to bother the racer when he's in his element. And so, I, like I said, I try to make sure everybody knows I'm there. I'll, I'll put up my little flags on the back, and I'll scoot around on my golf cart from time to time and wave at people just to let them know that I am there. And, you know, I was able to talk to Kelly Shyrock, and I was able to talk to Zane DeVilbus and a handful of other racers that stopped by my trailer. And it's always good just to, just to let them know that you're there and, and you're care and if they need their help you know i'll be there to help pat if they'd like to find out more about fast shafts and all of the cool things you produce what's the best way to do that well we do have a website it's at fastshafts.com it's not updated we've been so doggone busy i mean we're really really blessed with the business that we've created and we've got a real good group of followers we got a lot of people that believe in our products and we do have some presence on facebook and otherwise they can just reach out to me and uh either 
send me an email message at info at vashapps.com, or you can reach us at 800-622-6617. So it's, it's pretty easy to find me, and I'm always ready to answer the phone. I mean, I've answered the phone at 10.30 on a Saturday night or 9 o'clock Sunday morning. So I'm always there. I'm always available. If you can find me, I'll talk to you. Pat, as always, thank you so much for being with us here on The Dirt Show. I appreciate your support, and uh, good luck to everybody at the upcoming races. Working at my job, going all day long. Don't want to go and mow my lawn. Picking up the phone book, and what do I see? I see Wolf and Sons can do it for me. Dandelions, I don't want to spray. Free estimates are coming your way. Don't hesitate and learn about more. Call 455-3524. And if you have some really big outside jobs, Wolf and Sons has the dump trucks, loaders, and graders you need to haul in driveway gravel, black dirt, and clear building sites. Arrow Race Wheels was established on the conviction that its dedicated staff could provide higher quality wheels designed specifically to endure the tough requirements and conditions of the racing industry. Most importantly, the wheels need to be manufactured and sold, maintaining an affordable price structure. Arrow Racing Wheels has become the largest premier steel wheel supplier, and their product line speaks for itself. Upgrade your racing game today at aeroracewheels.com. Why would you use anything but the latest technology in packing products when it comes to shipping your business products? Foam Craft Packaging in Owatonna provides a complete line of packaging materials, including foam products, pallets, crates, corrugated boxes, and much, much more. See all of our different packaging options at foamcraftpackaging.com or call 507-455-2893. That's 507-455-2893. Hello everyone, Chad Weir's Weir's Machine and Racing Products with another tech tip for you. One of our new products is our WM258 Swivel Adapter. It can go on any hood pin mount when you want to offset mount your hood pin from your bay bar. So you can rotate it off to the side and then stand the pin back up. It allows you to put it at any different angles, so it gives you a lot of adjustability with mounting your hood pin off to the side of a bay bar to mount your hood. For more information about all of our products, find us online at weirsmachine.com. Thanks. If you're in need of a worry-free power lift door, then you'll want to stop and talk with Rod French. Make a statement with a PowerLift architectural door on your home or cabin. PowerLift doors can be retrofitted to fit an existing door opening or designed into your next commercial, agricultural, livestock, or aircraft hangar build. Stylish, functional, and built to last. PowerLift doors by French's Manufacturing are made locally in Dodge Center, Minnesota by their experienced craftsmen. Contact Kelly or Rod. PowerLift doors by French's Manufacturing. 374-9306. Welcome back here on the Dirt Show, and I am joined by Zane DeVilbus, DeVilbus Racing Chassis, and well, as a fan, you definitely learn when to talk to a driver and when not to, and last Tuesday night, I was down in the pits at the Harris Clash, and I just approached your pit area, and they announced modifieds to staging in 20 minutes for hot laps, and I looked at your mod, it was on jack stands, the wheels off, the hood off, and you were diving under a car with a wrench. Not a good time to chat with a driver, but wow, whatever you did with that chassis wrench really did the trick. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We were uh, trying a few things there. We were a little off on Monday, and uh, we kind of went to the car and tuned her up there a little bit, and uh, seems like we, we nailed the right deal there. That track at Deer Creek Speedway was fast, and the competition was even faster. To do what you did 
on what I think was your very first time ever at that track was unbelievable. Yeah, it was, uh, man, we just nailed the set up there. Um, that type of track fits my driving style, and uh, it uh, was definitely just suited for us, and the car was just lit that night. We nailed the set up that was just out of this world. We've been real close with it in the last few weeks, and uh, I think we finally hit on something there. Oh, you definitely hit on something because it was unbelievable to watch the line you were running and how fast you were getting around that track. Do you know what your lap times were? Uh, we looked in the heat races. We were in the, uh, I think, 16 fives or sevens, I believe. And then in the main, we were, we were about a tenth off that, so 16 eights or something like that. Zane, I can't imagine the other drivers that were there as fans watching the Harris Clash or racing that night have contacted you with questions on possibly becoming a Devilbus customer in the future because, man, your phone has been ringing off the hook. Yeah, it's absolutely. We've been super slammed. Um, it's, it's been, we're blessed with all that and uh, definitely had a lot of questions and uh, got a couple uh, deposits for some new cars. And so keep trucking away and trying to get more of them. You also made your second appearance of the season at Kasuth County Speedway at the fair race. How did that go? Uh, it, was, it was about 50-50. Um, the rain was coming, so it kind of ran us through pretty quick. Uh, we ended up winning the stock car, heat and main. In the mod, we ran fourth in the main, had too much traction. I know most racers don't complain about that, but we had too much traction there for that track, and uh, I needed to free it up. I just did not have time with running both cars to get to work on the car in between the heat and main. That's an interesting comment you make about too much traction because I seen that happen to another driver a few weeks ago. Coming off the corner, he was getting so much bite, he literally could not handle the car using all the power. <laughs> yep, yep, absolutely. And that's, that's how it is. It's great. You know, it's, it's a real fine line of making sure you're free enough to, to use every bit you can and, and not bog the motor down, when, you know, when it's not necessary. And so... Last night, the track had so much grip, the car had so much grip, and we just, we were, the the track, it just killed our power that we had with that great motor. What other area tracks do you plan to hit between now and the end of the season so fans can come out and see a DeVilbus racing chassis in action? So, we're going to do a couple more races at Boone. I'm not sure which weekend yet. And then, of course, we're going to do the Super Nationals beginning of uh, September there at Boone. And then I know a couple other races we got on our schedule is we're going to uh, Batesville, Arkansas. They got a 50,000 to win modified show and a 50,000 to win stock car show. So we're definitely going to be at those. And then the last one, I think, uh, you know, in November, we're going to be in Vegas for sure for those. But uh, we're going to be racing around Iowa the next few months, just kind of Iowa and uh, southern Minnesota area, just hitting as many different tracks we can, try to get uh, some more notes for set up for our drivers in these areas. It's got to be tough being on the road for that long with your family back home. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm trying to call them into just moving over here so we don't have to be uh, gone from each other so long. <laughs> Iowa and Minnesota are great states. Get them up here. Well, whenever you can race seven days a week, they are pretty good states. (laughs) 
Zane, in early October, we are going to have a DeVilvis chassis up for auction on our KOWZ radio big deal store. One lucky bidder is going to get a brand new 30th annual Harris Clash winning DeVilvis racing chassis and be a new customer of yours. That's really exciting. I can't wait to uh, find out who it is and, and get them on the track and help them out the best we can. And what's nice with the chassis is all your years of knowledge and all the different track configurations you have ran on come with that chassis. Yep, absolutely. That's what we strive for um, is the tech support and the knowledge uh, to get everybody around all these different tracks and, and help them out the best we can on everything. If they'd like to find out more about DeVilbus Racing and where you're going to be, or a DeVilbus chassis, what are the best ways to do that? So our, our uh, DeVilbus Racing Chassis Facebook page is our most active deal right now. We're working on getting the website up and running right now. And then also my page, my personal racing page is DeVilbus Motorsports. That's where all my upcoming races will be posted and, and also the results from them. Zane, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us here on the show. I know you are very, very busy, and congratulations on winning one of the crown jewels in IMCA Racing, the Harris Clash. Thanks, man. Appreciate you guys taking the time out to do this for us as well. And, uh keep trucking, try to get some more crown jewels. Napa Auto Parts is having a garage sale in August, but not the kind filled with stuff you don't need. Napa has deals like Napa Full Synthetic Conventional Motor Oil for $18.99 for a 5-quart jug and $20 back by mail with the purchase of a qualifying Napa automotive battery, plus discounts on the essentials to outfit your garage, including work lights, a maxi track heavy-duty 12-volt air compressor, and 1.5-ton service jack for just $125. Quality parts help people. That's Napa know-how. When it comes to choosing your next industrial, commercial, residential, or ag electrician, choose Coles Electric. Offering pole setting, directional boring, underground trenching, boom truck service, security systems, and much more. If you're a Steel Wasika co-op member, there are excellent incentives for installing a solar array with quick payback and years of reliable service. Planning, design completion, or emergency service, see ColesElectric.com or 507 1387. Let me tell you, friends, about our store. It's a great place we call Miners Outdoor. Miners Outdoor, your total source Husqvarna dealer in Blooming Prairie, has everything your yard needs. From chainsaws, leaf blowers, and weed trimmers to zero-turn mowers and everything in between. That's what being your Husqvarna total source dealer is all about. Stop in today to see the best selection in quality Husqvarna outdoor power equipment. That's Miners Outdoor, Highway 218, Blooming Prairie. Miners Outdoor, Major Tough. Welcome back here on the Dirt Show, and I am joined by TJ Barnett, TJ's California Clean. And TJ, a lot of racing fans will recognize you from racing the Hornet Division down at Chateau Speedway on Friday nights. You also have your own business. Talk a little bit about what TJ's California Clean is all about. So TJ's California Clean, I started it about three years ago. It's just me and my mom. We detail out of our house as a little side business for fun. We do anything from bikes to cars to trucks. We will be taking on some RVs and campers as well. 
And the nice thing, you mentioned that you do this business with your mom. And the cool thing is all the money goes back into your race team. So I always encourage people when you see a sponsor at the racetrack, utilize their business because some of that money trickles down into racing. Well, this goes directly into your race team, which is really cool. Yes, it's a lot of fun. The other thing that we discovered when we stopped over and we were visiting with you and your mom and you were working on a vehicle is the price. What a great price. Yep. Um, we do full interior and exterior details for $80. We do shampooing as well now for a $20 extra. Also, you mentioned to me that as the weather cools down, you do not have a heated garage, so you will go directly to a customer if they have a heated garage or shop and do their vehicle right on site. Yes, I will. Yeah. And also if somebody in a listening area would happen to have a heated garage that TJ could use for his California clean, you would be willing to talk to them. I, I very much would be. Yes. That would be amazing. Then I could just do it year round. And that would be great for the race team. Oh yes. There'd be a lot of uh, new goodies. And TJ, if they'd like to find out more about what you can do as far as vehicles, what they will get for service, what's the best way to get a hold of you, TJ? The best way to get a hold of me would either be on my TJ's California Clean page on Facebook or also through phone number, which is 507-475-8948. And you can also contact TJ Right on the Dirt Show page, you'll see his banner ad as you're scrolling through the sponsors. And TJ, it's a blast to watch you down at Chateau Speedway on Friday nights. And thank you for being with us here on the Dirt Show. Thank you. Wolf and Sons Yard Service has heavy equipment. This is Scott Wolf. Whether you need a basement dug, a building removed, footings for a remodel, an RV camper or boat pad, rock, sand, or dirt hauled, or even a driveway or parking lot road graded, call 455-3524. At Land Pros, our team of brokers and auctioneers specialize in farmland sales, live land auctions, and online land auctions across the Midwest with total sales of 190,000 acres. At Land Pros, you get a team of land professionals going to work for you. We pride ourselves on providing local service and knowledge with national marketing and results. If you're thinking of buying or selling, contact Land Pros agent JJ Wise at 641 420 SELL or go to landpros.com. That's L-A-N-D-P-R-O-Z dot com. Played bumper tag lately? No matter how your car gets damaged, Midwest Collision will make sure it gets fixed right and on time. No shortcuts, no compromises. And remember, where you get your car repaired is not your insurance company's decision. It's yours. So make the right choice. Choose your locally owned and operated Midwest Collision. Give Bob a call today at 332-2434. That's 332-2434. So you're inviting friends over for a friendly barbecue? Nice. But if you're a true friend, you'll start with Cookie's Barbecue Sauce. I'm Speed the Sauce Man, and let me tell you why the right sauce is so important. Cookie's Barbecue Sauce is made from real deal ingredients, and I haven't changed the recipe since 1976. Cookie's Barbecue Sauce complements meat. It doesn't smother it. It just makes your food taste better. Smart cookies use cookies. Anything less is just meat abuse. Cookies is the one. Welcome back here on The Dirt Show, and I am joined by Josh from Pulver Towing. And Josh, this year 
you are celebrating 100 years in business. When you think about depression, recessions, wars, all the things that this country has been through in the last 100 years, and your business has survived and prevailed, that's pretty neat. Yeah, it's quite crazy. You know, now you mentioned that wars, World War II in the 40s, we actually got shut down for a little bit. The federal government seized my great-grandpa's equipment because he was also a machinist, and he ended up going to Hopkins at Minneapolis Moline to help make equipment for the war. So there was a short time where we were not in business because he went with his equipment, and that was in the 40s, and we survived the World Wars, and we survived, like you said, everything there, and now a pandemic, and we're still here, uh, 100 years strong, five generations working at the company, so still kicking it. And I know one thing about you. You definitely know how to celebrate. What are the plans for the 100-year celebration? Right now we got plans on August 28th at our shop up in Rochester, Minnesota, 6077 Rome Circle on the north end there. We're going to be doing some demonstration, rolling over some semis, going to be some food and beverages for all who want to attend. It's open to the public. It's going to be a good time. Just kind of a lot of stuff going on up there. We're inviting a lot of people with other tow trucks or other companies that have trucks to have a little truck show and There'll be vendors out there, bounce house for the kids. It's just going to be a good time. That sounds like a great time. And also what you've done over the years is expanded across the state. So you have locations strategically located, so you're able to service the entire I-90 corridor and 35 going north and south. Yeah, we got Rochester, Austin, Marshall, Worthington are the, you know, the primary locations. we got things in between there. And if we can't help you, we're going to know someone that can. Just reach out to us at 507-282-3851, and we'll get someone on the way. If we can't make it there, we're going to, we're going to take care of any way we know how. Josh, Pulver Towing can rescue everybody, no matter what, and I know your grandpa would be proud of what you've done with the business. Yeah, thanks, Clean. Big or small, we tow them all. If your classic isn't so classic, <laughs> bring it into Auto Trim Design of Oatana. We can fix the upholstery, the carpet, replace a sagging headliner. Make your old car look new again. Make your seats comfortable again. Whether it's a classic car, work truck, boat, or anything else that moves, we can fix the upholstery and make your ride like new. And we work on convertibles. We're located in Otana at 3275 Old Highway 14, one mile west of Walmart. Hi, this is Jim Miskin from Miskin Auto Parts. Check out Miskin.com. You'll see all the parts available in our You Pull It lot, new arrivals ready to part out. Plus, we can also locate those hard-to-find parts for you. Miskin Auto Parts has been buying junkers and providing parts to our customers since 1972, and we ship out parts daily. Call us today at 507-684-2100 or check us out online at Miskin.com. Welcome to the Dirt Track segment, brought to you by Cookies, Sauces, and Seasonings. Last Tuesday night, August 3rd, was the Harris Clash at Deer Creek Speedway. In the A-Mod A-Main, Zane DeVilbus over Jordan Grabowski. And in the Sport Mods, Rocky Cottle over Isaac Malicote. Wednesday, August 4th, they were racing at the Sibley County Stock Car Shootout at Arlington Raceway. In the Hobby Stock A-Main, Matt Olson over Corey Probst. In the Sport Mods, Matthew Loaf over Jim Horatio. And in the Stock Car A-Main, Brandon Beckendorf over Jeff Larson. Kasuth County Speedway in Algona, Iowa also had their fair races last Thursday night, August 
Griff in the Sport Mod A main, Kobe Fett over Matthew Loaf in the Stock Cars, Zane DeVilbus over Troy Swearingen in the Hobby Stocks, Eric Knutson over Chris Krug in the Modifieds, Kelly Shryock over Jeremy Mills, and in the Sport Compacts, Katie DeVries over Jay DeVries. KRA Speedway was running last Thursday night, August 5th. In the Pier Stocks, Joe Martin over Ty Schuler. In the Modifieds, Don Eichens over Shane Sabraski. In the Midwest Modifieds, Jake Smith over Kennedy Swan. In the Mod 4s, Keith Fell over Dean Larson. In the Super Stocks, Shane Sabraski over Zach. Schultz in the street stocks, Ethan Imes over Justin Vogel, and in the Hornets, Justin Sklitsky over Peyton Esch. Murray County Speedway was racing last Friday night, August 6th. In the Modifieds, Jesse Rogotsky over Josh Bonsutter. In the stock cars, Jeff Larson over Trevor Holm. In the sport mods, Matthew Loaf over Justin Kleisma. In the hobby stocks, John Ross over Corey Probst. In the sport compacts, Jay DeVries over Derek Kleesmeyer. And in the Bombers, Jerry Koopman over Evan Shelter. Chateau Speedway was racing Friday night, August 6th. In the B-Modifieds, Scott Demmer over Ty Griffith. In the Modifieds, Jason Cummins over Aaron Benson. In the 360 non-wing sprint car A-Main, Scott Brandt over Jake Kuba. In the Pier Stocks, Andrew Eichens over Jack Paulson. In the Street Stocks, Zach Elward over Jason Newkirk. In the Hornets, Nick Silman over Bo Noble. And in the Midwest Modified A-Main, Adam Martinson over Caden Kath. Mississippi Thunder Speedway in Fountain City, Wisconsin was racing last Friday night, August 6th. In the Hornets, Jason Helgeson over Don Martins. In the Hobby Stocks, Austin Hof over Gavin Bartles. In the USRA B-Mods, Jim Chisholm over Tyler Skowgi. In the Modifieds, John Doyle over David Baxter. And in the Late Models, Lance Hofer over Matt LaDuke. Last Friday night was Night of a Thousand Stars at Hancock County Speedway in Britt, Iowa. In the Modifieds, Trip Gaylord over Colin Hibden in the Sport Mods, Colby Fett over Alec Fett in the Stock Cars, Kelly Shryock over Derek Green in the Hobby Stocks, Josh Seidels over Brandon Nielsen and in the Sport Compacts, Lucas Parsons over Brandon Hartman. Saturday night was night of 10,000 stars at Hancock County Speedway in Britt, Iowa. In the Modifieds, Colin Hibden over Jeff Ike In the Sport Mods, Alec Fett over Colby Fett. In the Stock Cars, Kelly Shryock over Wayne Landheer. In the Hobby Stocks, Brandon Nielsen over Josh Seidels. And in the Sport Compacts, Brandon Hartman over Jade Lang. Knoxville Raceway kicked off the 31st Annual 360 Knoxville Nationals last Thursday night, August 5th. In a 20-lap A-Main, Sam Hayferty Jr. over Shane Golubic. Night 2 of the 360 Nationals on Friday night, August 6th. The 20-lap A-Main was won by Gio Selzy over Carson McCarl. And Saturday night, taking home the bragging rights in a 25-lap A-Main, Gio Selzy wins the 360 Nationals over Darren Pittman. Sunday night, it was the Capitani Classic in a 25-lap 410 wing sprint car A-Main. It was David Gravel over Corey Eliason. And Mason City Motor Speedway was racing on Sunday night, August 8th. In the USRA B-Mod A-Main, Jim Chisholm over Brandon Maitland. In the USRA Modifieds, Duke Erickson over Jaden Larson. In the Hobby Stocks, Dustin Galbranson over Scott Doble. In the Stock Cars, Pat Graham over Todd Staley. And in the Outlaw Mini-Mod A-Main, Ben Krause over Troy Erkey. 
Hi, this is Harvey West, and you've been listening to The Dirt Show. See you at the races.